Good evening, everybody. Welcome back. This week is uh, Parshas B'Shalach, and we're continuing learning about uh, Lamtas Malachas. We're in the middle of Malachas Teichen. Hopefully, we'll finish it this week, which is grinding or smash and mashing. Uh, so, this is part two. So, last week we discussed the qualification of Teichen when it comes to cutting up fruits or vegetables, and the difficult part we pointed out is how do you draw the line between cutting and slicing, which is permitted, and cutting so small that it's considered grinding and that's asr. And in addition, we learned that there's an opinion, which is the halacha, that holds that there's a lenience, uh, leniency by teichem, which is similar to bayer, and that is that if you do right before eating, it's permitted, even though you may be grinding and you may be doing teichen, but the same way bayer is permitted when you're doing it r- uh, right before you eat for the sake of eating, there's such a hatter by teichen as well. So in practice, we combine these two points, and as long as you aren't cutting it too small, uh, this kind of medium size, then it is permitted right before eating. Now, if you cut it very big, then it's permitted any time. But if you cut it and cut it too small, then it's not permitted at all. But if you cut it the medium kind of size, a little bigger than small, then it's allowed right before eating. So we said it's a little hard to know what exactly that is, what size is being referred to, but the idea we went with is um, bigger than the small size you normally would cut, like for like for an Israeli salad. So if you chat the, the small size, they usually make it for an Israeli salad, so bigger than that would be like the medium size. That's the small size. I don't know exactly to give it a measurement, but hopefully you know about what I mean. Um, and uh, bigger than that would be, as long as you do it right before you're eating, it will be allowed. There's another question, which we mentioned last week, that if you're sliding, slicing long slices, but very thin, like uh, you would do with cucumbers, pickles, or a tomato, um, that, is that called teichen or not? It's very thin, but it's very long. It's a mach like this, not everybody agrees. It's also worthwhile to refrain if you can. Uh, try not to do that. And we also learned that using a utensil, which is dedicated to teichen, even if what you're doing is technically permissible, but to use such a utensil is asr midrabanan, and that's called uvda dechal. So any using something which is dedicated to a malacha is a problem of uvda dechal. And one way this is relevant, which we didn't speak about last week, uh, would be, for example, shredding cheese. Now, cheese isn't subject to the malach of teichen because it doesn't grow from the ground. So something that doesn't grow from the ground doesn't have an isra of teichen, and you aren't forbidden to grind it. But you can't use a cheese shredder to shred it because it would be of the dechal. Where this is more uh, regularly applicable is with eggs. Eggs is the same thing, right? Eggs cannot, uh, don't grow from the ground, so there's no isra teichen on eggs, but yet... Uh, you can't use a dedicated egg masher to mash the eggs. Like, for example, that thing that you use to mash potatoes, right? So that's a dedicated malacha, a teichen machine, so to speak. So that would be of the dechal. You would not be allowed to use that to mash your eggs, even though there's no problem of teichen by eggs, but it would be an of the dechal. Um, my mother, uh, she should be well, she used to ha- make eggs on Shabbos morning. She had this kind of square thing with wires that ran both ways, and you kind of pushed the egg through it, and it cubed the egg. It was like an alligator for eggs. I don't know. I don't even know what it's called. Never seen it anywhere else. Um, so that is probably questionable if it could be used on Shabbos, but the likelihood is that it's allowed because it's big pieces. It didn't make very small pieces. So even though you're using it for eggs, anyway, it would be allowed, but the, it wouldn't mean of the dechal either because the pieces it made would not qualify as teichen. Now, there's an interesting question as we're talking about things that um, don't grow from the ground. 
there's a question whether mushrooms fall into that category because mushrooms as we know, we make a shahakal on them because we don't consider them something that grows from the ground because they kind of are on the ground, but they don't actually grow from the ground. But when it comes to this halacha, a number of places can say that, that doesn't, that's not how we qualify in this halacha. Our mushrooms are considered that they grow from the ground and you wouldn't be allowed to grind them up or chop them very small on Shabbos. Now, one interesting application of teichen is mashing a banana or an avocado. Now, what's interesting about it is because you could argue that why should that be teichen, right? It's not separating into small little pieces. I mean, the av malach of teichen is grinding up wheat into flour, right? Or grinding up um, the herbs into the, the, the powder for a medicine or so on and so forth. So why would mashing a banana or an avocado where it just becomes a mush, all you're doing is you're causing it to lose its solid form, but you're not, it's not separating. Why would that be teichen? But nonetheless, the Paiskim do say it is Teichen, and not only do they say it's Teichen, the Chazanish holds that this is a w- more stringent form of Teichen, and he says you don't even have the leniency of doing it right before a Suda. Although not everybody agrees with him, but uh, in any case, it is a full-blown Teichen. So even though you, all you're doing is mashing and not separating, it's still called Teichen. But, and this is interesting, in contrast to this halacha, if the thing you're mashing used to be hard, and then you cooked it until it became very soft, so then we look at it like it has been nitchan already, it's already been ground. For example, uh, you have the the carrot from the soup, you want to mash it up for a baby, right? So the carrot is something that's hard. You cooked it in the soup thoroughly, so now it's very soft. That, the place can say, you can mash. Why? Because even though mashing is teichen, but here it's already been mashed by the thorough cooking. And we look at it like it's already been teichen, and therefore you're allowed to mash it. So the same thing would apply, believe it or not, for mashed potatoes. So if you cook potatoes thoroughly, you then would be allowed to mash them, because we look at it like it's nitchan already. So that's an interesting and relevant leniency um, in teichen, which contrasts to a banana and an avocado, which are naturally soft, but therefore there's a problem of teichen, because they start out in the same, uh, in that way. Um, there is one unique heter that applies to teichen and lush, but just to them, um, though it doesn't apply to other isurim, and that, that is that if you do the mulacha with a substantial shinoi, you do something different, you don't use the typical utensil to mash whatever it is, um, or chop the item, then it's allowed. Now, so generally the rule is that doing a shinoi, doing something different, just reduces something from a daraisa to a drabanan, but you can't do anything, you know, with your elbow. Shinoiim don't usually make it mutter, but over here in this halacha they do, and by lash, just those two, lash we'll talk about. But over here, so for example, if you use cases, use the handle of a knife, right? Not the knife blade, but the handle, and you use it to pound uh, peppercorns into uh, ground pepper, that's allowed, right? So even though it's a shino, it should just make it. Drabana, no, here it's allowed. And therefore, uh, if you want to mash up an avocado and you do it the same way, instead of using the, uh, the, the top of a, of a knife, fork, or a spoon, you use the handle to mash up the avocado, that would actually be allowed. One thing people ask me is, are you allowed to put it into a bag and mash it up in the bag? I imagine that's also a shinoi, right? It's not called, uh, you do it with your hands, probably a shinoi as well. It's not normal to do it with your hands. That's a, that's a one leniency in teichen. Another leniency in teichen is that anything which has already been ground can be ground again. So, for example, bread, cookies, anything that needed to go through a grinding process in its creation 
then we say, you can't grind it a second time. It's already, even though you've reattached it through baking, there's no Esertechen anymore. So you can always crumble bread cookies or anything like that that's already gone through that process. That would be allowed. Uh, you can't use a dedicated utensil once again because of the Dechel, but otherwise you can grind it with a fork knife in the regular way. So, two, three, we really said three leniencies over here. Leniency number one was that something that's cooked thoroughly, right, uh, it's considered mashed already, so you can then mash it. So, cooked potatoes, cooked carrots, you can mash them. Leniency number two was that if you do a substantial shinoi, like using the handle of a knife to grind something, you can grind it any way you like. And leniency number three is that anything that has been ground already doesn't have the iser of teichen anymore, which is a baked item, baked item that's gone through the grinding process has no iser of teichen, and you are allowed to grind those up. One interesting application of teichen where there is a problem is, uh, even though it's not food, but it is from the ground, which is mud. So uh, mud, let's say if mud dries on your shoe or on your clothing and it becomes one solid mass, there actually is an iser teichen to crumble it up. So you can peel it off if you can do that without uh, crumbling it off. And there may be problems of you know, washing, and, and uh, we'll talk about that when we get to that malacha of, of uh, washing. But uh, putting that aside, assuming there's no problem of that, where there are, ton- there are cases you can do it, uh, you do have to be careful not to crumble it. The same thing uh, would go, actually, if, let's say, a chalant got stuck on your skirt or pants, and a bean, right, is there, and you crumble it up, that's also techen, right? So you have to be careful about that. So there, the techen can apply in that way, even though probably the bean, come to think of it, is fully cooked, right? So you probably would have that leniency, that since it's thoroughly cooked, you would be allowed to match it up. So that's, that's just something to keep in mind. It does have an application even outside of food, uh, even even with dirt. So those are the three leniencies that we have in Teichen, and in contrast, there is this to mash something up when it's not cooked, like an avocado and a banana.